It's 2007. In the political world, Nancy Pelosi becomes the first female speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, and Barack Obama officially announced his candidacy for President of the United States. In entertainment world, John Cena wins the WWE Championship at WrestleMania III, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, R.E.M., The Ronettes, Patti Smith, and Van Halen are all inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. iPhones hit the market, and Bob Barker leaves the prices right. What aspects will be the fabulous prizes in our showcase showdown here on Frankenstein's Jukebox? Master Flash released an album in 2007. Oh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, got it. <laughs> what is this oh. list they're saying? <laughs> it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. The Ronettes? What? Oh. Hello, James. Hi, Daniel. How are you doing? Great. And yourself? I'm great as well. I'm excited to be back recording another episode. It feels like it's been uh, actually shorter than it usually is from when we last recorded. It does feel that way. It is a little bit peek behind the curtain. Ooh. We're recording a little bit earlier than than usual. Uh, We just recorded like a few weeks ago? A couple weeks ago? I think two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago uh, for our 2008 episode, and now here we are in 2007. Yeah, exactly. Oof. Loving it. Mm. How My how the time flies backwards when you're having enough. That's right. James, speaking of 2007, <laughs> yeah. let's just jump right into it. Let's Tell do me it. about yours. Well, one of the things is, it was the last year I wrote in any sort of regularity in my journal. So that means that 2007 is not going to be the cornucopia that 2006 and beyond is going to be. James, are you about to read entries from your journal in 2007? Are you going to read entries from your journal in 2007? Yes. Great. We, <laughs> that was what I found. That was the thing that I found that I messaged you about. That was the five minutes I needed. <laughs> okay, we need, we need a segment song for reading from our journals. I'll read, read you last year. Read you loud and clear. Welcome to our new segment, Read You Loud and Clear, <laughs> where we read bits from our journals. Just bits, because yikes. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Please excerpt me. So, again, 
as we'll see, uh, the last time I'd written in this journal, and this is my last journal, was uh, April 14th, 2006. It's not how we said years back then, but... And then this one was uh, March 8th, 2007. And this is the last time I wrote in this or any journal. When I first started writing in a journal, I noticed how it helped me sort out my issues and how much less I was fighting with my parents. Since I've been having anger issues at home and at work, I suddenly thought that maybe if I started writing in the journal again, maybe it would help. Writing at all is good anyway. And then more where I describe the diagnosis that would take... 13 years to to finally nail down with not just writing in a journal to try and s- fix myself. I think the act of, well, I said a whole bunch of stuff, then I come back to it and says, I think the act of writing calms a person down, but my arm is getting sore, so I'm going to go. I need to get presents for my mom and Kay's birthdays. Night. And night is how I ended a lot of journal entries, even when I was just writing what time I was ending the journal entry, and then the word night and counting that as not having missed a day of journaling because if you can't make your own rules, how are you going to break your own rules? That's what I exactly. always say. Listen. So that was very much of a, I'm going to write more. It helps me, he said the last time he wrote in the journal. <laughs> oh, man. So I s- similarly have so many half-filled journals. Yeah. 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 So do you have an excerpt? So what, am I to understand that you have an excerpt for me as well? Uh, I'm going to read a, a series of excerpts, I think, Ooh. that will we'll talk about how my year went. Excellent. Because I pulled up my live journal. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. Well, then, I mean, I have to match you tit for tat here. Of course. So I will uh, similarly see what I have in that department while you excerpt me Um, from your live journal. My first post of the year was that my parents were going down to Disney World for a few days. Oh, well, there you go. um, When was that? Uh, January 10th of 2007. My mother changed around the, the DVDs we had coming in our Netflix queue. Yeah, 07. To be some pretty fantastic Mystery Science Theater 3000 films. Okay, excellent. I bought a black video iPod. Nice. uh, That I had loaned to my parents for their drive down to Disney World because their iPod had done broke. Sure. Well, you got it and immediately lent them to take it out of state. That's... Yeah. Oof. It's a good child right there. 16 days later, my update was that I had totaled my family's car. Ha-cha-cha. Oh, no. While my parents were were in in Disney Disney. World. Ha-cha-cha. Oof. Funny story. I got my first ever speeding ticket that Wednesday night. Okay. I went to go visit my twin sister at uh, NC State. And on my way back, I really had to pee, so I was going mm. a little faster than I should have. I got busted, Speeding. going 23 over. Mm-hmm. That Saturday, I was taking my then-girlfriend to the high school she attended, mm-hmm. because I had just graduated in 2006. It's not... It's, we were still... Anyway. Yep. And stopped at a stop sign, started turning, 
car came around a blind curve and hit the back of the car. No one was mm. injured. Okay. Just both cars were totaled. Mm. Uh, I had forgotten that that had happened. Um, uh, doing a lot of those questions memes. Mm-hmm. There's just, here's a whole bunch of questions that I'm going to answer. Almost all of them, including a, do you have a crush on someone? Questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bought a Wii and Twilight Princess, which is one of the best Zelda games. Hey, hey. I have a Very lot of nice. thoughts on Zelda games, as you, James, are well aware. You know, I was aware of that. In fact. And I'm, I happen to like it very much, so much so. For this year's Scavengers Scramble, what the Scavengers Network does every, every year, where they switch up the hosts of shows and have fun with that, I took over one of your shows. Yes. Usually called Blink and You'll Miss It, uh, which is a Blink-182 discography podcast mm-hmm. and i had lincoln you'll miss it just all of these posts are just as the youth say there's just a lot of cringe in here mm. i bought a uh camera a canon okay, 30d yep. oh i bought my first car in june Ah, look at you i know look at me you're growing up yeah, I was like really trying to be to make it as a photographer at the time. Hmm. Giving I had your a, best shot. Giving it my best shot. But nothing developed. Uh, uh, film. Perfect. I, I like I had a website, I had like business cards. It was it was a mess. This is a lot of like full of myself and need to tell everyone my thoughts about everything uh Mm. oh here we go though here's a music related thing love it comment and i'll give you a letter post your 10 favorite songs that begin with that letter i was given the letter l at the time my 10 favorite songs that began with l and i'm gonna go from 10 to 1 right the logical way to do it logical logical lido shuffle by boz skaggs Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, Love Flies by Lark on Ciel. Okay. Like Dylan in the Movies by Bell and Sebastian. Mm. Losing My Religion by R.E.M. Good one. Luminous by Awesome Grandpa. Look at Me, I'm a Winner by The Aquabats. Mm-hmm. Live On by Hepcat. Okay. Leave On by Elton John. Uh-huh. La Villa Strangiato by Rush. And Elemeno by They Might Be Giants. Yep. Uh, yep. I, mm-hmm. I'll sign off on that. Yep. You were not pod peopled when you wrote that post. Correct. I got to go to, uh, I, I saw Van Halen. Ooh. I saw Van Halen live 10th row with David Lee Very Roth nice. as the front man. Oh, it the real Van Halen. Heck of a show. No, I'm not. That's not, that's not controversial. Oh, we've just lost all our Sammy Hagar listeners. One of them. The one. Sammy Hagar. James and I are about to get into a fight. James and I are about to get into a fight. Sammy Hagar is great. And he was a great addition to Van Halen. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes it's fun to just say, to pick a thing and then just... uh... (laughs) I totally get it. If I knew the third one's name, I would have said the third one. 
Yeah, yeah. M- my, he's my Sharon. Uh, no one likes Gary Sharon. Van Halen 3 was a disaster. But, yeah, so I got to see David Lee Roth, Van Halen, ninth row, and that was an incredible experience. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yes. I'm not going to continue talking about my 2007 because I've taken up a lot of time on this already. Could I go Could I go through my live journal just real quick, rapid fire? Yes, please. Uh, January 6th, talked to my mom, and then she said that she didn't believe in global warming, and I didn't understand that conceptually. Like, I said, what's the point of not believing in global warming? So, still stand by that. January 18th was, uh, I'm just going to read the first sentence. So, I'm looking at the celebrity playlists of the American Idol win- winners tonight, which is a very 2007 sentence. It's a very right. 2007 the- sentence. <laughs> That's the kind of things I spend my evenings doing, and this guy, Bo Bice, who I believe would go on to win American Idol, but I'm not positive about that, uh, likes this song, Outshined. Without this post, and without my looking at this guy's celebrity playlist, and without remembering that I hadn't thought of the Soundgarden song, Outshined, in a long time, I would not have started my own podcast. I would not... Like, th- this was a, k- a crucial post for me, and it happened in 2007. You thought that that might be maybe the most, James, but on February 6th, I used the data that I'd gotten from listening and tracking down all the metadata for the previous Grammy Album of the Year winners to try and predict the Grammy winner for the 2007 Album of the Year. Uh, okay, so as you may, not, may or may not know, I'm a huge geek, the Live journal was called James is a Dork. Yeah, James, we know it. I looked at average track length, number of tracks, number of songs that reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and peak position on the Billboard 200 album chart. And I used it to predict uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers will win for Stadium Arcadium. The closest contender was the Dixie Chicks. I think the Dixie Chicks won, or the, sorry, before they became the Chicks, which is a much better um, and less sort of like, well, hold on, let me just what I just did. Um, I think they won it that year. So I did write the name of one of the winners down when I was predicting that the Red Hot Chili Peppers would win. So very nice. That's something that I for sure did. Well, uh, February 12th. Well, people sure do hate George W. The chicks kicked some ass at the Grammys and I say good for them. And who knew that Nathan Petrelli from heroes was married to the lead singer. I stand corrected on my predictions. I guess women can make good music. Winky face. I was being jokey. Then I uh, posted a Beastie Boys song for some reason, posted a bunch of songs about my job and chemistry and stuff, album covers, a Rocky Votolato link that was literally, download this, enjoy it, then thank me later, and then the link on December 19, 2007 to my new blogger journal blog page so it was not only the first the end of my daily written journal it was also the end of my live journal 2007 james changes where he writes things down incredible so i I love it so much yeah Uh, i'm pretty 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 happy that i'm pretty happy with the segment hey good segment good segment well while while we're here reminiscing let's um do we want to jump into our honorable monsters yes so much so uh let's go ahead and move into i guess our second segment honorable monsters what are we the yules it's not that they weren't good enough it's not that they weren't up to snuff it's just that we 
May, may I go first? Is that, you, would that please be, go that first. Be? All right. So 2007, My Honorable Monsters, Fall Out Boy's Infinity on High came out early that year. I would have picked This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race, or Hum Hallelujah. Hum Hallelujah being uh, probably my favorite Fall Out Boy song. Um, the one that I forgot about for years and years and years, but then when we did it on Thanks for the Lyrics, I was like, oh yes, this song rules. Uh, Paramore released Riot, which is my all-time favorite Paramore album, uh, nice. and it's an excellent one. Uh, spoon, I wrote Spoon, Ga times five, because I couldn't be bothered. I didn't want to write Ga, 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 Ga. Um, great album. The Underdog is what I would have picked from that one. Zeitgeist by Smashing Pumpkins. It was the first Smashing Pumpkins album to have guitars again, and uh, they got back together and stuff, and it was great. You can't listen to it on Spotify, though, so I don't know. Hey, come over to my house and listen to it on CD with me. Tarantula is the song that I would pick from that one. Uh, Rilo Kylie released Under the Blacklight, which is a hilarious name for an album that is like super duper sexy and like sort of skeezy sexy. Yeah. Um, Under the Blacklight's funny. Uh, Josh Ritter, The Historical Conquests of Josh Ritter, uh, which is fantastic. And uh, The Temptation of Adam is what I picked from that. Uh, Kanye West's Graduation, the last Kanye West album where I could be like, yeah, this whole thing, this whole thing is something I can get behind is the last thing I did on graduation. No, that's not true. That's not true. In most history. It's mostly true, though. Uh, from that one, I picked Champion, which samples uh, um, Steely Dan. Newfound Glory released From the Screen to Your Stereo 2, the second From the Screen to Your Stereo, which was such a sonic improvement from the first one that it's almost... Uh, it's almost not even fair. It's maybe the best covers album uh, that I've ever heard. Uh, MGMT released Oracular Spectacular, um, which had both uh, electric feel on it and then also the one that I like better, Time to Pretend, which was, the, the name was escaping me, which is how you know it's one the one that I like better. And uh, <laughs> uh, Radiohead released In Rainbows, which is a nearly flawless album. So I would probably have picked the fir- that first song 15 step, I think is what it's called. Yeah, 15 step. So that's my honor. Those are my honorable monsters. Solid, solid picks. 2007. Great year. Great year. What'd you pick? I did predict that we were going to match. Ooh. I I didn't predict that we were going to match on Spoon's Ga 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 Ga. Ah, yes. But that is where we matched. Okay. Because that album is so good. I would have I would have picked the whole album. Mm-hmm. Which I know we can't do, which is going to prove very difficult for me, um, per- particularly in 1998, uh, where I want to just pick the entire album. But we'll, I know what I'm going to pick from it. But wait, hold on, just give me a second here. Just give me one one moment. I just want to see what my 98 looks like. See if there's a whole album that eight. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff on in 98. There's a lot yeah. of good stuff in 98. Hey, just real quick. Uh, Hello, Rockview by Less Than Jake, Prolonging the Magic by Cake, and God Damn It by Alkaline Trio were all came out on the same day in 1998. Oh, man. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> spoilers for my honorable monsters. Uh, yeah. Those albums. I know, <laughs> no, right? Okay. Uh, but we're jumping the gun. If I had to pick a song from Ga 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 Ga, it would be The Ghost of You Lingers, because that does some really fun one. stuff that I absolutely love. For sure. Dashboard by Modest Mouse. Uh, from We okay. Were Dead Before the Ship Even uh, Sank. Mm-hmm. Great 
Uh, great song. That album is easily my favorite album from Modest Mouse, a band that I am very uh, hot and cold with. Yep. Phantom Limb by The Shins uh, on Wincing mm-hmm. the Night Away mm-hmm. came out. That was very, very good. I can't remember the name of the album. Uh, oh, Life in Cartoon Motion um, by Mika. Mika, yeah, okay. Came out, and Love Today was my favorite song off that album. Uh, Who would have thought that in 2021, Mika would come roaring back onto TikTok? Right? Yeah, TikTok really just popped that (laughs) off with uh, Grace Kelly. Now, this was not a song that I fell in love with until the year 2022. That's this one. That's this year. That's the year in this one. I know that. I know that year. But... Uh, I've recently uh, very much gotten into the band Ockerville River. Ockerville River released the Stage Names album, and uh, their song John Allen Smith Sales has sailed up to one of my current just earworms, like top five songs to listen to when I'm in a when I'm in a bad mood, uh, when I'm down yeah. at all. That song will perk me right up. Absolutely love it. And then the last one, which is actually the one that I thought that we were going to match on, even though we didn't, Aesop Rock released None Shall Pass, mm-hmm. the album, and the None Shall Pass is the song uh, off of that that I absolutely love. It's such a great, such a great song. You know, Aesop Rock, I never, um, I never got into him. I mean, like, I like him. I like what I've heard from him. I just, I, I, I need to do... A deeper dive, clearly, obviously. Fair. So, uh, uh, yeah. I, I will say, I'll, I the devoted fans that we definitely have, those people uh-huh. who yeah, are man. super obsessed, are probably surprised that I did not pick the song Coffee off of None Shall mm-hmm. Pass, because Coffee mm-hmm. uh, has a special guest on it, and that special guest is John Darniel of the Mountain Goats. Uh, oh, yep. But None Shall Pass is just phenomenal. So, those are my... Honorable monsters, love them. Great, great picks. Um, I think our life is not a movie, but maybe is the name of an Ockerville River song on that album. And I think that is one that is near and dear to my heart. It's weird to say I think that is one that's near and dear to my heart because the first part of it makes it seem like the second part isn't quite true. But yes, but I listened uh, yes. to both of those recently, and uh, they're very, very good. Both of them, uh, yes. and I, I've heard that there's a way to like that they correspond them. with each other, like a sort of like this one is that one and this one is that one. But I, I don't know what that, uh, I don't know what the cipher is, huh? Words mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are like code words, key code, keystone, keystone, key State, Pennsylvania. Yep, Pennsylvania. That's one. Got we it. don't know what the Pennsylvania is. Yeah, <laughs> what the Pennsylvania? <laughs> Uh, but wow! Enough, enough about the songs that didn't make the cut. Yeah. Hey, James. Hey, hey. Would you like to tell us about your song? Yes, I would. I very, very, very would. Um, much like to tell you. Um, so, in 2007, it was the first Conscious Podcast Festive 50, and it didn't win. Uh, but Keep Yourself Warm by Frightened Rabbit was a song that made the top 50. I think it made probably the top 30. 
And it was a life-changing song because I was like, what's this now? This rules. This rules a lot. And it does rule a lot. And it is from an album called um, The Midnight Organ Fight, which is excellent, and you should go check it out. And there's lots and lots of good stuff I could have picked off of it, but I picked the song Poke. It's a quiet, angry, sad, angry song. And that's the best Frightened Rabbit, I feel like. I feel like Frightened Rabbit does, uh, I'm happy and sad, or I'm angry and sad, or I'm angry and happy, and this is uh, angry and sad. Um, And sort of wistful. Um, Kind of feels like... uh, what we talked about with the songs that went into waiting out uh, your song mm-hmm. for waiting out, which I don't remember what it was. What was, what did you pick for that? I picked the writings on the wall by okay go. Yeah. And we talked about how it was like, this is about, Hey, it's cool. We're, we're going to break up and it's cool. It's not cool, but it's cool, but it's not cool. And uh poke is like that. But uh, if you were Scottish and, um, yeah, I saw them. Fred and Rabbit was the first band that I was like, I could go to shows by myself. That's a thing I can do as an as a grown ass adult. And Fred and Rabbit was the first band that I went to go see. And so we were in this tiny little club that was probably like uh, the Black Cat. It's not tiny, but like it was. It felt very tiny. And they were playing this song, and it was they were touring uh, the next one whose name is also escaping me. I love names and album titles because they're great. Um, and they played this song, and it was just really, really intimate and really, really, really quiet. Like, the audience was just silent, and it was great. So I picked Poke because it's a great song and sad and angry and sad. And great. I love it. Daniel. James. Uh, thank you. I I would love to know what... what uh, I would like to know... The audience would like to know what you picked. I would like to know some thoughts that you have about what you picked. Uh, perfect. I can do that. My hint was the expected pick goes along with shadows of what's left over. Mm-hmm. Uh, something along those lines. Yeah. Because peek behind the curtain, I got my years mixed up from the hint that I had planned and given originally that James did a very good job of editing in to make it sound like I didn't. Oh yeah. Uh, that's already done for sure. For sure. So I had to scramble to mix some things up when I realized, oh, wait, that that album didn't come out in 2007. That came out in 2004. I've got to switch some things up. So for that one, uh, the, the expected pick is uh, uh, They Might Be Giants reference because it's, gonna, it's a good call to say, well, Dan's going to pick either The Mountain Goats or They Might Be Giants. But uh, The Else is the name of the album that came out that year that remains one of my top five, maybe top three They Might Be Giants albums. Can you break us off the rest of the three or five? Okay, so Glean, number one. Okay. Oh, it's tough. Because there have been, I mean, there's so many They Might Be Giants albums, and they're all very good in their own ways. I do think I have to give number two to Flood, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's... A, a classic, very kind of defining for They Might Be Giants. For sure. Oh, I think three is actually going to be nanobots, and then four Ooh. is going to be the else, and five is going to be the spine. Okay. Okay. I was going to, I was, I was like, I didn't ask Daniel for their top five They Might Be Giants before, did I? Nope. It was the mountain goats. See, the rule is proven. <laughs> the, the rule is proven. 
Amazing. <laughs> they have a lot of albums, but they're all good in their own way. I think they already said that. Oh, nope. Nope, nope. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. the other one. It's the other one. So I went with the song uh, With the Dark off of The Else. Mm. There's, of course, as I've said, many great songs off of this album, but With, with the Dark is just so good for so many reasons. I it It's the kind of They Might Be Giants that I'm marginally used to, but but still feel sort of like, oh, okay, interesting. Okay, I see what we're doing here. Like, I'm sort of... You know, I, I sort of, you know, I, Mink Car and Flood are sort of my two, and uh, Severe Tire Damage. So, like, those are my three sort of, like, I've listened to these a lot, albums. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, they're all a certain sound. And the this and Echnolabma have a, they're not the same sound, but they both have sounds that I'm like, I can see that this is They Might Be Giants. I recognize it. I can see that this is something they could do. I'm just not used to them actually doing it. And so I'm excited to, I was excited to listen to this because it was like very, very interesting and good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So James. Yes. I am fascinated. Please tell me the aspects that you picked for poke. Sure. Sure. I will. Of course I will. Um, let's go, let's start with the one that we've, uh, that I've sort of already hinted at, um, resigned post breakup with resentment slash anger bubbling underneath. A lot of Frightened Rabbit songs have mm-hmm. sort of a, I've written this song to deal with some stuff and this is no different, um, as I've, you know, talked about before. So yeah, this, this is a very good sort of, how can I poetically express this in a cathartic way? But we aren't in a screamo band, so I guess I have to figure out how to do that too. Um, the frightened rabbit screamo, I would be, I would get behind. If anyone, if if any like two thousand screamo bands want to do a full uh, cover of the Midnight Organ fight, I, I'd pay, I'd pay three to five dollars for that. So I, yeah, listen, I'd yeah. pay seven to ten dollars for that. I mean, there you go. That's. 10 to 15 dollars right there you know that's money in your pocket that's money directly in your pocket your hypothetical screw up pockets (laughs) or your wallet chained wallets that's right you know i'm not gonna tell you where to put your money i'll just tell you that i'll put my money where my mouth is because i eat money so my second aspect is uh finger-picked guitar mostly finger-picked guitar i said because it's not all but there's kind of a nice sort of like, why would I why would I choose to try and 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 make the noise with my mouth? Because it's a finger pick guitar. Um, it's less percussive, I think, maybe than uh, what we talked about last time with uh, Tallest Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. It's more of sort of a laying down a a, a a melody or like a like I guess it's a riff to to sort of yeah. do stuff over. And then a wordless chorus because he sort of you know ooh is what the chorus is, except better. Um, better and higher. Um, the Frightened Rabbit story. Um, so my uh, those are my aspects. It's pretty simple, but uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Perfect. The James Anderson story. So I've got resigned post-breakup with resentment slash un- anger bubbling underneath, finger-picked guitar riff, and wordless chorus. That's it. That's mine. Great. Let's get into some aspects of yours, though. 
Okay. All right. I think that's something that we can do. So during the... There's a lot of different parts of this song mm. that all, like, they're musically together, but also very much different pieces. They sound very different, right? Right. Um, and during most of them, the what what sounds like the bass line is actually a very bouncy synth. Ooh. So I've got bouncy synth as one of my aspects. Uh, it's just a fun, like, active, driving... It sounds like a driving bass line, but it's got a little bit of a wow to it and is clearly being played on keys in a really fun way. Uh, John Linnell is delightful. Next up, I have um, internal rhyme time. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, okay. I think I know yeah, what that is. That's not going to be something that you you have a really easy time with because you're already really good with that. But one of the things I love in this song, there's a part, and the music is rising as it's going, like it's doing these small steps up in notes. The lines are bashes, crashes, smashes to pieces, uh, repeated a few times, and then rusted, encrusted, combusted, and dusted. Uh, like as Those a, are some good internal rhymes. Right? As, as a full line being repeated it's like not it's the same line three times so like the the rhyming bit of like pieces or dusted rhyming with pieces or dusted you know whatever but the internal rhyme within that line right is something i've always been i mean i've generally not been good with writing lyrics but i've always wanted to be good with writing internal rhyme in my lyrics but i've never been and so it's always when someone does it and they do it like this there's just like it i think part of it is i think it's really good because you've got that rising bit in the music right while you also have the same rhyme being repeated right right that yeah. gives this like really good like amped up like i'm getting excited i'm i'm something something good is coming type of yeah. feel that i i absolutely love in this song and uh last up is oh that wasn't how i expected that to end well okay but what is it 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 because the way that the song ends is like you've got the like it's kind of like a good drum thing going you've got some you know the lyrics are going and then there's just like a note is struck and sung in a way that's melodically different from the rest of the song just Mm. no more sunlight please which is very i mean very they might be giants really when you think about it but right this song with all of its different like segments within it feels kind of like early of montreal when they were doing their like huge shifts in their songs but it was a lot more disjointed than this one. Yeah. Like this feels like polished, uh, like what of Montreal wanted to be doing. The of Montreal uh, I'm very familiar with, which was <laughs> what, what, what is going on? <laughs> what even is this band? <laughs> yes, is this uh, a different band that has? Is this like a turf thing where a different band came along and took out the previous one, and they're an entirely different band? <laughs> 
I'm the of Montreal now. That's right. <laughs> uh, I like that as a concept. That's yeah. pretty interesting. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's what okay. I've got. Bouncy synth, internal rhyme time, and that hasn't what that wasn't how I expected that to end. All right, and add that to my finger picking good, quiet but angry and wordless chorus. We got ourselves a Frankenstein's jukebox song promise. We do indeed. So let's do. You know, you know what I like to do. Mm-hmm. I like Podcast. mixing them. It, I mean, yes, yeah. Uh, I like mixing mixing everything up with the what what we have as our music aspects, what we have as our lyrics aspects, and uh, what we have as weird third thing aspects. <laughs> you know, those uh, are my favorite aspects, which are the. Oh, you picked that out. Well, that's neither. So I guess this will go in the third column. <laughs> One of, there's in um, Thirty Rock. There's a a line where Liz is talking to Jack, and she's like, "It'll either go this like this will happen, or this will happen. There's no weird third thing." Which, of course, you know, there's it's right. like it's a foreshadowing in the way that it's like telegraphing its jokes in a yeah clever way but so i say there's no weird third thing Mm. quite frequently my favorite i love that kind of joke i also love the joke where you the two options you give are literally the only possible outcomes like either you know we'll head to acapulco or we won't head to acapulco yes those those are one of those two things for sure will happen we'll flip a coin on it and you know we'll either get heads or we'll get tails you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> i guess what genre are we thinking because this doesn't feel very genre directed it doesn't feel very genre directed no um which is actually kind of a, a theme i've been picking up on i think over some of our past songs uh our song premises is that we don't we're, we're a little we're a little genre neutral lately <laughs> uh, i like that this is a metal song <laughs> is this is my next aspect what I like most about this is that it's salsa as a genre. <laughs> Can I, real quick, um, I want to go back. Mm-hmm. We haven't really had any specific genre. It's like we're genre fluid. Love that. Yes, there that's go. very good. There we there go. It is. Um, there it is. Boy, metal would be interesting. Uh, with the bouncy synth. And finger-picked guitar riff, though I feel like that's a little incompatible. It's a little extreme. That's a you reference know, that I don't get. Um, the, the only song I know by the, I believe they were a metal band extreme, is More Than Words, which is an acoustic. Yes, okay, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a reference that I can make for one specific thing, and then I don't know anything about, so if you want to have, a, like, if I meet any extreme heads out there and I make that joke, nope, nope, nope. I just nope. tap right out because you have to know more than words, more than more than words to talk to extreme people. So, I I used to know the lyrics to that song. Yeah. And then I figured I'd uh, pick up the guitar part too because I wanted to know more than more than words words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's <laughs> very good. In my head right now. Yes. Um, Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton from the Unplugged album is playing. And I keep telling my brain, that's not the song. That's and not my brain's the... like, shut up. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Okay. So 
<laughs> I'm like, no, it goes like this. I'm like, no, that's still tears in heaven. <laughs> are you thinking? Are, are you trying to think of more than words, or and that's yeah. what's coming up, or you're trying to think of this song premise and that's what's coming up? No, no, no. no. Let's just do a cover of Tears in Heaven that's completely faithful. Yes, a shot for shot it. remake. Yeah, tears and beers for years and years in heaven. There, internal rhyme. D- Did it? Nailed it. Done. <laughs> the only problem, and is I'm angry about some that. Some might but say quiet. that's in the chorus. Ooh, wow, a little bit spicy. If you called my same name, James, if I saw you in heaven, Kevin, it could be about my friend Kevin. He's still alive, but, you know. Yeah. I don't think this is anything. Uh, No, no, it's probably not. (laughs) But it's there if we come back to it. But it's there if we need it. Let me just jot that down here. Doesn't. Tears in heaven. Oh, I made a typo and deleted the whole cell. Oh, no. Oh, oops. Oops. Um, (laughs) All right. So, I mean, we could pick a genre and go with it. We could. Or we could have it be... I guess my question for you is, what are you feeling about your finger-picking guitar skills? They're not great, Bob. Okay. I'm not I've gotten much better since I picked up banjo. Okay. Because banjo is the the way that I like ban- like uh, you can strum a banjo. Um Sure. But, but uh I or you could claw hammer a banjo if you're super cool. I am not super cool. Uh but my my finger picking has gotten a lot better. I can I can do a finger picked guitar riff. Um okay. to the point where it being sort of maybe one of two sounds besides the singing on the song, you would feel okay about that? Yes. Where are you going okay. with this? Like, I'm saying, like, if we had it just be sort of a finger-picked with some, like, accented with some, some bouncy synth. Okay. And singing. Ooh, uh, we interesting. Could, yeah. Okay. So, like, just a synth and guitar and singing. Yeah. And just have it be, like, ju- just that kind of genre agnostic, maybe. Yeah. With just that simple, ooh, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Hey, all right. Cool. I did. I just didn't want it to be like, we could just have it mostly feature the finger pick guitar, and you'd be like, oh, no, oh, uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Horn section? How about horn section? Loud distortion. Distortion? Distortion. <laughs> Distorted horn section. Distorted horns. No, that's, uh, uh, that's the Scott Core. Um, so uh, Distorted horns... <laughs> Though would be a great name for a song, for sure. What, what if we name this song "Distorted Horns"? I like that because it's like, oh, that's not how I thought the entire song would go, and then it ended different too, in a whole yeah. different way. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Plus, "Distorted Horns" has sort of an internal rhymeish sort of thing. It does a, a little bit Dickinsonian internal rhyme. Okay, so that means that it is. We don't have to do a lot with sort of like. It leaves it open for more interpretation, both lyrically and instrumentally. It does. It does. And like the chorus has, is, you know, sort of a wordless, you know, sort of hummed or oohed sort of deal, which would be, hey, and you know what? It's probably pretty good that we don't have internal rhymes on that wordless chorus. True. It's like, ooh rhymes with ooh, but like in the same way that dog rhymes with dog, you ooh. know, that fake way. You. Mm-hmm. Who? Screw! 
Uh-huh. Oh! Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. That was that was how Dr. Seuss um, got started. Yep. Angrily. Angrily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he, here's something that I'm going to... I, I think I want it to be a definite... Here's a, here's another peek behind the curtain. I've been thinking about writing this nonsense uh, song. The song with nonsense, sort of nonsensical lyrics that yes. we did for 2008. Yes. And I keep falling into the trap of, and then this, the, then the song will be about this, and like it can be, but then I'm like, and then the lyrics will go like this, and I'm like, James, that isn't in the spirit of what we're doing with this one, pal. And I'm like, crap. So I think I would like to have a return to uh, story-ish sort of deal um, okay. on this one, or maybe clear communication of feelings if not a story sort of like yeah i think this is going to be sort of a simpleish song maybe yeah i'm on board in with a that. good way yeah, yeah i think so too can kind of a, a nice sort of like track like six like a track like sort of like a listen we've rocked your face for half this album we're gonna cool off a little bit take a breath and then it's gonna end weird and then it's gonna and then our metal song happens. So I have an idea about how to have it end weird. I love that, and I'd I'd love to talk about it. Yeah, if that's please. cool. I don't, cause yes, I know it's that wasn't how I expected that to end, and now all of our listeners are going to listen to it and say, "Oh, that's how I expected this song to end," because that's how you talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the that's not the point of it, right? I want the end to be like like a stab, a musical stab that has. Like, stab's not the right word, I guess. Like, I want it to hold on a guitar note. Okay. That maybe it, like... Basically, I want it to be a full shift from the song up to that point. So, like, it's been finger-picked on an acoustic guitar with some bouncy synth, and then that acoustic guitar hits the same little, you know, riff that's been going on, and that last note turns into a strum from a an electric guitar, like keys doing the like a symbols, like writing a symbol, like big musical production for like three seconds and then done. Love that. I love that. Absolutely. Cosigned. Perfect. Tangented. I'm so used to going off on tangents. It feels so nice to cosign something. I th- I mean I think that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think there's there's much else to do with this song. Ain't uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it. What I yeah, you know, and to do it to it. To do it to it. And to what? intuit how to do it to it. I would like to intuit how to do it to it. But you were going to say something. Uh how So screw it. How many How long should we have this song be? <sighs> I'm back and forth on that. Okay. If it's going to be a finger-picked guitar riff and bouncy mm-hmm. synth as the only instruments in the song, I feel like it sets it up to be either a very short song uh-huh. or a good, like, six to seven minute long song. Yeah. <laughs> we are the same. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning to the six to seven minute long song mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh now i love me a good like long song like give me something corporate's constantine mm-hmm. 
give me California One Youth and Beauty Brigade by the Decemberists, Come Downstairs and Say Hello by Guster. Some of my favorite, like, good, long songs that, like, don't feel like, when will this be over, but, like, feel like a journey you're taking along with the band. I love those, and I would love to have a song like that. Have you listened to A Thousand Times a Day from that playlist I made you? Uh, Yes, I have. That's a song that is mostly just the guitar thing, and then one other instrument comes in at the very, very end. Huh. And, uh, huh. I don't think I even... Yeah, it's 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 a song that definitely, like, it starts... It, like, they switch up how the, the guitar is being played and stuff, but, like, it's just a guitar, and it goes on for longer than you think it's going to. And you're like, they're still... Oh, they're still going on this, and then like the the third to last line is, and when when uh, when I see you, I hear trumpets, and then ba 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 ba, and like this nice kind of like very, you feel like the trumpet's silver, and it's Christmas time style trumpets come in, yes, and then the song fades out, which is very cool. It's very um, cool. It, it that yeah. I remember listening to that uh, and like thinking about like writing a song where like you say something like that in the beginning and then like it's the trumpets don't come in throughout the whole song it's just like when you talk about seeing them and then the trumpets are subtly in the background like yes. doing something like that could be so much yeah. fun absolutely but, yes yeah so okay so we're agree so we're agreed that i'm gonna write like a bunch of verses yes great yes we're agreed on that bunch of verses Except it looks like I wrote vases. So, like, come on. I'm just going to scribble that out. Great. I stole a bunch of small notebooks from my work um, because they asked us to come in and clean. And I was like, oh, you mean take a bunch of notebooks? And they said, absolutely nothing. And that's a yes. So, um, I have smaller ones now. And I'm excited because I've been using this honking thing. Oh, I love a good legal pad. Yeah. I do too, usually. <laughs> but that one looks this, very loved. It, yeah, well, I love it very much. I rip it and stuff. But I'd love to have like a little tiny like ah, write down stuff. You know. Yeah. Also, I'm that. facing this way, so my left hand is like, oh, we're just gonna go wherever with the elbow, and my right hand's like, I'm doing nothing. So you know, right hands, classic. Classic right hand. Ugh. Um, yeah, so, okay, cool, bunch of verses, and uh, Distorted Horns is the name of the song. Yes. Love having the name of a song before we write the first S- word. Same, I think that helps kind of push it in a direction sometimes. Yeah. When when we struggle I with directions. I, you know I just struggle with directions. Yes, I do. James. Yeah. Do you have a hint for your song for 2006? Yeah, I do, and I just wrote it right beforehand, and I'm excited and nervous slash nervous excited about it. All right. Here it is. Two of the blanks I'm about to say are pertinent to the song and band, and one of them is to make it harder for you to know what I'm talking about. Great. That's what hints are supposed to be. Yeah. No, but this would be like nothing. My favorite part of blank is when Phil blank, by preventing that kid from breaking blank, dot, 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 again. My favorite part of blank is when Phil blank, by preventing that kid 
from breaking stuff again? Breaking blank again. Breaking blank again. You know, as we say in this business, at least it's not a crossword puzzle or <laughs> something directly related to my individual human life. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. That's fair. My hint. Yes. Here we go. It's going to be great. Batman and Mowgli. I love that crossover. But what's your hint? Batman <laughs> and Mowgli. Love it. No, 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 necessities. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, uh, oh. Now, uh, I am going to propose to you that we make a super group called Robin and Blue. And um, I think it'd be fun uh, to have that be the reference to this hint and that be the only reasoning behind Robin and Blue. I agree. I great. agree. It's a great idea. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This was a blast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as uh, we did. If you have any embarrassing live journal things you'd like to share with us, please do. I have a few more years of live journal history to be getting into over our next few episodes. Yeah. Because, oh boy, did I think it was very important that everybody know about how angsty i was but not really no i was angsty i had no reason to be uh, hmm. but please send us your embarrassing live journal stories and uh send us your thoughts on who you think should have won wrestlemania 23 in 2007 oh okay um no, don't don't actually do that mainly because i think the there was I read a quick thing on it. I wasn't into wrestling at the time. Do that, but only if you don't know anyone that participated in WrestleMania 23. Correct. Yes, please. And if you accidentally do select someone who participated in WrestleMania 23, I personally will... Well, here's the thing. I have to know that you didn't actually know that person was involved. Right. But I'll Venmo you $5. Aw, if you accidentally guess someone who was involved in WrestleMania 23 that isn't a wrestler, because there were a few wrestlers, or not, not a few participants that weren't actually wrestlers. It was mm. a dumb thing. Brandy and Monica. Well, now those are out. You can't say those yes, I'm anymore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but please... Check out our SoundCloud where we post mm. the song premises uh, as we as we get them out. Obviously, they're in the stream here, but you can check yeah. them out on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Dantendo64, D-A-N-T-E-N-D-O-6-4. Uh, I also have some other dumb joke songs that I've posted on there. You can check out a link to our um, Spotify playlist where we're posting all of our host picks. Uh that is uh, a link to that is in the show notes, as well as a link to Kelp Rabbit, just an incredible artist uh, who made our logo and uh, does amazing art things, but has recently also been doing things like making earrings and brooches yep. and really, really cool like artware that you can wear. And I highly recommend checking it out. She's very Absolutely. talented. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, James, anything you'd like to plug? Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, you can find me. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, unabashed James if you want. You can also 
uh, check out the uh, Timeline Scavengers podcast, which I'm also on with uh, our, our friend Colin. Uh, when this comes out, we'll be done with 1931, which we've been in September because we were doing TV shows wrong. But the exciting news is that we figured out how to do TV shows right so that two episodes won't take us six months to do. So, uh, and we'll be moving into like Captain America and stuff this summer. So, uh, it's a good time to check out uh, Timeline Scavengers on Twitter at Timeline Scav, or you can find us on Spotify. Uh, you can also follow us on, like, uh, I almost said Vine again, TikTok and Instagram and stuff. Colin has been beefing up the social media for uh, Timeline Scavengers. So, pretty exciting stuff going on over there. And uh, yeah, th- that those are my plugs. Uh, just real quick about internal rhymes just my my quick tip for people who want to improve their internal rhymes rhyme everything all the time ever anything that you think rhymes with anything else say it out loud that's how you improve your internal rhymes just ever anything yes that'll (laughs) do it that'll do it make it be a tick in your life (laughs) that's how you get there let me tell you uh ruin meetings (laughs) ruin everything absolutely that's art baby it's art baby uh you can follow me uh on twitter at dantendo64 i post puzzles that i make and talk about various things uh just last uh well not last month by the time this comes out uh in march i was doing a uh challenge called enigma march where we created and posted puzzles every day and that was a that was very fun i had a lot of fun with it so you can go check out the whole thread of puzzles I made on Twitter at Dantendo64. Yeah. And um, you can follow the show at Frank's Jukebox on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as always, check out the Scavengers Network. They're the, the network that we're on. They're a fantastic network of uh, indie podcasts and uh, other different forms of art. Like we're getting into um, streaming again. We've got a whole bunch of stuff, uh, really exciting stuff coming up. So uh, check out Scavengers Network at Scavengers Net. And um, I think that's it. So um, yeah. until next time, see you last year. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused treasured content if i saw your name and your name was extreme would i sing the song nope it's tears in heaven i'm eric clapton baby it's tears in heaven yeah anyways very sad about his kid